knock them on their backs, butt them in the mouth, knock their ass in the dirt. That's what we got to do. We got to stop that buddy ball, smash everybody in the mouth. Hey, baby, we're going to be here all day, baby. I like this kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. This is Hour 3 of Big Dog Sports Talk with Rick Watson on the WRAD Talk Network. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. You know what that means? Do you? We're underdog. We're mutts. My number one play is the power sweep. If you only knew the power of the dark side... Big Dog Sports Talk Power Hour. Friday edition. We're always rocking and rolling when our next guest joins us from Columbia, South Carolina. It is Jen, the Gamecock girl. Good morning, Jennifer. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing a lot better than I was last week. Yes. Yeah. Well, and of course, you've been traveling and uh, your voice is, it's just got that right kind of rasp to it right now, you know? <laughs> I'm glad you think so. Um, it's kind of sounded like a frog for a few days but i'm doing a little bit better now it's really a shame this is a public phone call right now that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) oh i love you (laughs) (laughs) all right let's talk about it you were down with your gal holly you were tearing up florida how did it go i did get some pictures by the way and uh, thank you very much for those um how much, how much fun did you guys have? What did you do? What did you do? We want, we want to know in detail all the fun stuff that went on that itinerary. Uh, we had a spa day. I don't know how exciting that is. It was really fun for us. We had some pool time. We ate a lot of great meals, had some cocktails. Yeah. And it was very short. I woke up at 3 a.m. to go down there, and then I had to wake up at 3 a.m. to come back to oh. make it work with my work schedule. Oh, oh. So that part was not my favorite. That probably contributed to me getting sick. Well, but I had a yeah, really fun time. Maybe so. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> what was? Uh, I had a great time. What yeah. Was, what was the best food that you guys consumed? What, what was something you really liked down there? Um, I'm a big seafood fan, so I always enjoy, um, unfortunately, very expensive seafood like lobster tails and fabulous raw oysters 
Um, my drink of choice, I think you know, is a Manhattan. Yes. Served straight up with the extra, the um, delicious bourbon marinated cherries. So I had a few of those. It was great. I had a lot of fun. Wow. That sounds pretty good. Sounds really good. Holly did my hair also. You know, that's important. I, I feel like as a southerner, I need to represent with good hair oh, at all times. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're, you're traveling from SEC country, Jen. You can't go down there looking, you know, shaggy or out, no. unkept, right? No, ev- no, I have to represent. Absolutely. So at all times, I need my blonde touched up. And, you know, we like a little bit of volume in the hair, so got to fluff it up just a little bit. Got to, you know, be looking good. You know, I'm a big seafood person as well. You know, we're heading to Charleston uh, for basketball, so I'm sure we'll, you know. When? Part when are you going to be down there? We're heading down there uh, today. Well, thanks for the invite. I appreciate well, it. How far are you from Charleston? I'm like an hour and a half. Oh, well, you should come down and hang out with me and Chad, our head athletic trainer. I didn't know you were that close <laughs> to Charleston. Really? So Columbia is that close? I am to- that close. Yeah, Columbia. I mean, South Carolina is a much smaller state than Virginia, so everything is True. pretty close. True. Okay. Well, come see us. My birthday is Sunday. We could celebrate early. Oh, it's happy birthday. Yeah, definitely. Oh, we'll celebrate all right. Yeah, well, happy early birthday. Thank you. Super Bowl Sunday and Super birthday. Super Bowl combined. Sunday. Oh, if only those uh, Washington <coughs> commanders were playing. <laughs> yeah, well, given up on that a long time ago. <laughs> I understand. But maybe Dan will sell the team, and that will be my next. Happy moment with yeah. him. Looks like that's going to happen, right? That's the scuttlebutt. He's got his big mansion up for sale. So yeah. I think all these things are adding up to you're going to have new ownership uh, pretty soon. So uh, that's cool. Why That'll be I... reason for more Manhattan. Yeah, I was going to say. That. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've never gotten into the raw, raw, the raw oyster thing. How did you get? How did you develop a uh, a nice taste for that? Because I'd never have. I tried one one time, and I was nearly sick to my stomach. <laughs> Um, it's probably kind of a, a, you just need to try again, maybe like have a, have a few drinks. Maybe I could help you pick out some ones that I think that you would like better. Like some of them have like a sweeter taste that it's better for entry level, I would say. And some of them are smaller. Like sometimes people don't like the texture. So they're really big raw oyster is not as appealing to them, but a small one might be a good place to start. I think you'd like the West Coast oysters better. They're a little smaller and sweeter. Do you just, I mean, do you take the time to taste them? Because I just see people sucking them down. And it's like, well, do you even get to taste it? What's it? Is it <laughs> you do. They all have very distinctive taste depending on where they're from. So, like, some of them taste more like the ocean, more salty. Some are sweeter. Like, it depends what your desired palate is i i typically do like the the sweeter ones that are a little smaller yeah that would that would be me absolutely absolutely see you just need to hang out with me and i'll show you and you're gonna like it no uh, yeah i would like to make that my full-time profession you know we could just do the radio show hanging out with jen we'll just change the name of it bdst hanging out with jen <laughs> I think that, that would, would be fun we, we could, could just go see sports stuff yes. all the time together and good music stuff. absolutely we could go national with that great foods and you having manhattans that'd be great that'd be great sure yeah oh that's awesome that's what we should do all right um any updates what's going on south kakalaki football you hearing any uh you hearing any uh scuttlebutt anything good any rumors any any portal rumors uh, they're just 
I, I think all the teams now are hitting the strength and conditioning hard. So um, I see the players coming and going very early in the morning and doing their thing. So for now, it doesn't seem like there's a lot new to report other than um, the area around the stadium. There's a big athletics project and they are talking about developing and kind of making it like the battery in Atlanta with a lot of like nightlife and bars and restaurants and everything right around where my condo is and with the football facilities. Oh, cool. I think it's, was it $800 million project? It's oh, huge. Whoa. <laughs> so it's going to be really awesome for my property value, number one. But number yeah. two, it's just going to be a lot more of a destination for people for entertainment and fun. And they're talking about using the stadium more for private events and concerts and things like that. Oh, that's awesome. Well, that's good. That's a nice investment. That'll pay off in the long term, like you're saying, for many people in and around the area. Yeah, it's going to be great. So I'm very excited about that. That's probably the big talk right now. And they talked about renovating the stadium along with that. So there are going to be some big projects there. And they're talking about building some condos in the stadium or right by the stadium. Oh, yeah. Too. Yeah. Um, some of that. So it, that's super exciting. I'm revved up about that. Wow. Well, it's nice to see. Well, you, you know, and that's that's what the SEC does, right? I mean, it forces you to have to think of all these different things. Not that it's a bad thing at all, but this is probably something that may not be considered to this to this length if you weren't in that league trying to compete, right? Agreed. I mean, obviously, there's just so much money riding on it, and it's always a priority to try to think about how to capitalize on more growth, more money, sure. more interest. So, um, but. I am very pleased because I'm hearing some great rumors about how much my condo is going to be worth now. Nine million dollars. <laughs> pretty excited. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll do the show. Your your condo will be the hub for you know BDST and Jen, and we'll just do it from that'll be our hub. That's you know, but we'll yeah, absolutely. Sure. I mean, I'm having a, a party for the Super Bowl slash birthday Sunday. If you want to come to that from Charleston. How much would I bring down the value of your combo, though, if I started hanging out there? I mean, they'd probably go, nah. We don't, we don't, we don't. No, you would be a definite <laughs> revenue booster, and you'd be wearing Gamecock colors all the time. Maybe like a, a Radford cap here and there. Well, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Got to support the Highlanders. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that, that's a thought right there. That's something we got to get off the ground, Jen. I mean, that's got to happen. You got to make that happen, Jen. I have a whole cabinet full of bourbon ready for your visit. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. I mean, Will Stewart had time to visit me. This so. is true. I know. I know. I know. He still talks about your little kind of thirty minutes out on the deck with one another. So I'm a little. I don't want to get. I don't want any more details. No, no, no. Well, put it out of my mind. Put it out of my mind. Put it out of my mind. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. It was such a special time. He was so sweet and so grateful to be at the Gamecock condo. And then you went out and played extremely well. Oh. No, that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. There was that part as well. But I prefer to focus on Will and him hanging out. I understand. I understand. All right, big game coming up on Sunday. You mentioned you're having a Super Bowl party. All right, so you're, how many people are you hosting for your party? Mm, it's smaller, maybe 20. All right, so 20 peeps. That's pretty good. That's a good size right there. That's a good size. What are your early, I guess you've already chosen, what's your, uh, what's your, at least, you know, I guess people can bring their own things, right? They can bring food if they want? Correct, yeah. I'm asking everyone to bring something, um, side dish, 
entree dessert um, and their own. I, I'm providing the bourbon and vodka, so they just need to bring it back well, yeah, if they want to do that. Um, <laughs> vodka is your number two, isn't it, behind bourbon? It is. I'm so impressed you remember that. Yeah, see, I know so much about you. You're listening. Yes, I am. See, I'm a listener, Jen. See, I care. See, Jen, it's all about you. It's not about Rick Watson. <laughs> right. It is, every man says that until you start to date them, and then they're like, no, it's not like that anymore. <laughs> uh, well, it depends on, you know, what schools they represent. But anyway, <laughs> all right, so what is on your menu? What is on Jen's menu for the big game? What have you decided you're going to provide food-wise? I'm providing the gigantic birthday cake that's made by the best bakery in Columbia. So that's an $80 cake purchased, done. And then um, my friends are bringing the rest. Like one of my friends has ordered a hundred wings, I think, there from a go. local there restaurant. There He's go. gonna pick those up. What's your chosen? Probably. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, it was saying probably there'll be some kind of specialty cocktail that I'll make in bulk. Um, so probably something bourbony. But other than that, I don't know. Okay. All right. What, what goes in? Is, there, is the blue motorcycle still a thing? I haven't had one of those in probably twenty years. Okay. Have you? No, no. I just I was I was trying to think of some other drink off the top of my head. And uh, if you're not having bourbon or a Manhattan or something, what is your go-to? What's your other mixed type of beverage? Uh, when I need something a little lighter, um, I usually do the vodka soda option. Gotcha, gotcha. Plus, it's good on the calories because you know I'm trying to downsize. Sure, I understand. I understand. <laughs> downsize. That's a good way to put it. Uh, I'm, I'm totally stealing that. All right. Uh, so, what's your chosen cake? What cake did you choose for yourself? The local place, their specialty cake is a chocolate chip cookie dough cake. Ooh. And it is Whoa. amazing. So Whoa. that's what I'm getting. I'm going to have obviously going to have a cheat day on my well, good yeah, eating on sure. Sunday. Absolutely. Are you getting it in the shape of uh, of cocky and or Sir Big Spur? <laughs> no, but I like that idea. See? That's a great idea. Yeah, isn't that a great I idea? I definitely need something involving the fake nacho-y cheese. So that's some of my friends about that, like. You know, like the kind that squirts out of the yes. container. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. People just take that right out of the can. You could travel with one of those cans if you wanted to. Oh, time for lunch. <laughs> I, I told them, I said, if I'm going to be eating bad food and celebrating, let's just go all out. Absolutely. So I think we're going to have some sort of nacho concoction. Ooh, nachos and some meat on there. Just don't, you know. I don't want. I don't want to hear about a bunch of vegetables that's going to enter this thing, though. Okay. I don't want to hear about a big vegetable medley <laughs> or anything like that. It's sort of a buzzkill, isn't it, when yeah, you're trying yeah. to have fun? I mean, immediately, that means your Super Bowl party is going to be like, meh. Oh, good. What's over here? Boy, that looks like a bowl full of green stuff. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's it's. Um, I've been eating well all week, anticipating Sunday. So I'm getting all my vegetables now, getting them all out of the way, the fruit, the healthy stuff, tons of high-protein food, and then Sunday, boom, everything. Okay. All right. Well, that's pretty good. All right. So who do you have in the game coming up? I'm I'm not that invested. Are you invested? No. i got to be honest. I mean, I hope it's a good game. I, you know, I just, I'm still bitter as a Broncos fan. The Chiefs were kind of gifted their 
appearance in the Super Bowl. I mean, Mahomes just got the MVP. I think the Eagles are better. I just want it to be a game that we're not talking about the stinking officials afterwards, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna I'm going with the Eagles just because I have a lot of family in that area, and they are all big Eagles people. So I'm doing it for them, but I don't really care. I'm gonna go. What's your what you got? You got a score? I'm going Eagles thirty four twenty four. I, that's funny. I was thinking 34, but a few more points. I think it's a little closer than that. Yeah, it could be. 34-31. That's, that's, that sounds perfectly logical to me. And your shoulder update before I let you go. I'm doing great. Um, yesterday, for the first time, I got to um, push a little weight with that left Ooh, arm. Oh, how'd so that go? That how'd that exciting. go? Yeah. It was it was really cool. I, w- I seriously was very happy. I did landmines. You know what a landmine is? Yeah, sure. Okay, so I, I got to do landmines. I can only, um, they would only let me do 15 pounds of my body. Well, that makes sense. And usually with my right, I do like 55 or 60. So, you know, that was humbling, but I'm glad to, to do something. So that's good. That's a big moment. And then I got to do the farmer carry. The farmer's walk. Oh, really? With, uh, kettlebell with fifteen, also. All right. So that's a start, but it, it's exciting to get to hold a weight and do all that. It is a stuff. start. So, I mean, by the time you get to the warmer months, you're going to forget you even had the shoulder replacement. You're going to be like, okay, I'm ready to go now, right? I mean, it's going to just be. Well, I, I kind of already forget about it. Like at the gym, I realized the other day, um, I'm allowed to obviously work my right arm pretty hard, and. Um, I picked up a kettlebell and realized that I picked it up with my left hand and was carrying around. I was like, oh, whoops, I'm not supposed to be doing that. Well, I understand. I think (laughs) if you get to the point where you're doing stuff like that accidentally and don't think about it, that's a good point in your progress. Sure, sure. Well, I want a full report next week of how your Super Bowl party went. Do you need pictures of that, too? I would love pictures of that. You're so generous with your pictures of uh, your, your very attractive self and Holly, so I appreciated that. And, uh, yeah, we'd like to. Well, you didn't send us anything back. We did notice that, by the way. We were like, this seems to be a one-way street. Well, I mean, I just don't see. I just Is that going to be appealing for you to see me? I just, yeah, really? I just don't feel that way about, hey, here's a picture of Rick. (laughs) We we wanted the pictures. We wanted a two-way communication. Okay, well, now I'll remember that next time. I didn't realize that. I was being selfish, wasn't I? I was just asking you to. To give me the, you're uh, just absorbing all the energy and not providing. <laughs> uh, you're any right. Back. I didn't provide any back. You're right. Absolutely. Well, this is why I'm still single. All right. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, listen. You uh, have a wonderful weekend. Glad to hear you're feeling better and uh, enjoy yourself. And uh, remember, no vegetables. I want anybody kicked out of there who's bringing you a vegetable plate. Okay, I'll mention that to the crowd and just make it clear Absolutely. for you. Absolutely, yeah, please do that, please do okay. that. Okay, got right. it. All right, well, stay safe, have fun this weekend. Thank you, have a good weekend, darling. Right. There you go. That's Jen the Gamecock Girl, Super Bowl party at Jen's. That sounds like a good weekend, doesn't it? What are you doing this weekend? Oh, we're heading down to Jen's, she's having a Super Bowl party. Oh, okay, see you in about three months. <laughs> All right, we're taking a break, we're coming back. Mike Ashley in about 10 minutes as we roll along here on the finally Friday edition. By the way, we've given away again all of our Virginia Tech women's basketball tickets. Many people have called during breaks. They're gone. Sorry. Tech and Florida State on Sunday from the castle. Should be a good one. Stay with us.
timeout. Big Dog Sports Talk is taking a timeout. Now, hold Wait a minute. Timeout. You want to say that one more time without the sarcasm? BTSD will return in a moment on WRAD. Mike Ashley joins us next, our final segment for another week. Thanks to James Holland, finishing up Hour 2 from the Big South, and Jen getting us all teased up and envious of everybody attending her Super Bowl party. The Radford Hall of Famer Mike Ashley joins us when we return here on the finally Friday edition. Going to be a nice day today in the hood, around 60 degrees and sunshine. We'll be back. Jack Youngblood here, and you're listening to The Big Dog on Sports Talk. No, we're not. (laughs) Take two. (laughs) Jack Youngblood here. You're listening to The Big Dog Sports Talk with Rick Watson. Our final segment for another week. Flying high through the air, spreading Hall of Fame gold dust amongst the peasants. It's the Radford University Hall of Famer, Mike Ashley. Michael, how are you? Good morning. I'm okay, except I watched that game last night. That was not fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't go the well. Yeah, let's. Yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll move on from that. Hey, <laughs> little Eddie Rabbit this morning, man. I love that song. Back I know, in the day. right? I love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I love a rainy night. Great song. Great song. Yes. Driving My Life Away was the other one. That that one, and yeah, he had both of those songs. Great stuff. But uh, how are you doing? You getting ready for the Super Bowl weekend? Do you do it? Do you still do a Super Bowl gathering at all? You know, back when I lived uh, on the dead end at 808 9th Street there in fabulous Sunset Village, uh, <laughs> and, uh, yes, I could finagle it around my schedule. I did. I hosted a big Super Bowl party every year. The key key element was those were years the Cowboys were not involved, as they have not been for the last 30 years, but yeah. up here I actually get invited places. No, I used to I used to do it upright. I used to go uh, uh, once the internet became a thing, or even when I could use newspapers, I would run off stats and things, and, I, and I'd write some little stories and put together a Super Bowl program, uh, which if you have those, those are collector's items now, because there's some good stuff in there. And I was uncanny at my ability usually to call the game, uh, who was going to win and about by about what score? Now this year, I'm, uh, you know, it's all about the Cowboys. So yeah, being I'm not as in tune when I am. I I really don't see. Uh, uh, I, I just think the Philadelphia just doesn't make mistakes. They have been they have been so good start to finish this year. Uh, I, I don't know that the Chiefs on a with a gimpy legged uh, Patrick Mahomes can can pull this off and the the big matchup for me is uh philly's unbelievable depth on their defensive line the way they can rotate guys in and out coming at that kansas city offensive line which has not been great uh this postseason yeah i'm i'm worried i'm worried about that side of it And, and on the other side i uh you know i i just uh the one thing is that Philly hasn't had much adversity this year. I saw some statistic where 
of all the passes Jalen Hurts has thrown this year, he's only been behind in 16, 16% of those passes have been thrown when he was actually behind in a game. Because they just come out, jump on top of you, get the lead, and then pound you the rest of the game. So if they should run into some adversity, there is a question. But, you know, people talk about that like that's a negative. Hey, getting the lead and beating the other guy down is what you're supposed to do, right? So yeah, sure. I really don't see that as a negative. I think they've got I – think, I think, you know, you look at the Chiefs' secondary, they're very young back there, and they're going up against what may be the best uh, pass-catching trio in the league, which is funny. Because last year they weren't, and the Eagles went out and fixed everything they needed. Uh, they, they used free agency and the draft like you're supposed to. They uh, they filled all their holes, and now they are really a dynamo. And I think the Chiefs would have to play just about a perfect game, or Patrick Mahomes may have to produce some kind of magic that uh, you know will be so memorable it'll make this a really fun, great game. And uh, you know, I'm comparing it almost like to the. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry, the John Elway Denver teams of an early, you know, the the ones that oh, lost yeah. to the yeah. to Washington and and New York, where you, where you looked on paper and you went, well, they got a chance, but then when they, they matched yeah, up, they yeah. really didn't. Yeah, it was a one man show. He took them. He took them to three Super Bowls all by himself. Absolutely, absolutely. The Chiefs are better than that, and this they could are. be a referendum on 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 Andy Reid too, who I always thought got a bum rap because he took the he took the whole Eagles thing to another level. Yes, he didn't get them all the way there, and Fans were bitter about it and ran him out of town. And, uh, you know, look what he's done since. So, you know, I kind of – hey, here's a shock. I root for chubby coaches there. So, yeah, okay. (laughs) Well, it's it's so cool, too. Nick Sirianni, who wasn't a glamorous hire, he had a terrible press conference day. National radio shows making fun of some of the things that he said. Here he is now, and he's developed into this guy that's – been able to develop Jalen Hurts. It just goes to show you there's no perfect science to any of this, is there, Mike? I mean, you can hire a coach and you think, hey, that's the great guy that's going to come in and it doesn't work out. And then you get a guy like this who just kind of sneakily becomes one of the most, you know, respective offensive minds in football. Yes, he is. He has advanced offensive football. What they are doing are some of the most, uh, well, it's it's the next next page. You know, they really have taken the RPO and brought it to the NFL, which, I, I mean, I'm thinking a guy like you, Rick, and I know myself, we just said, oh, you can't win designing plays for your quarterback to run in the NFL. He's going to get killed. Well, they're doing it. And uh, and between what they and San Francisco are doing, they're reshaping the whole game again. They're putting the run back in there. Yeah, okay, sure, put your five defensive backs and your – your tinier, smaller linebackers on the field that can cover and pass, and now we're going to pound you with the run. And that that Eagles offensive line is is now, I think, up there with, uh, you know, dare I say it, the Hogs and some of the the Oakland Raiders of the early seventies, uh, the Cowboys of the nineties, uh, with the, with their huge offensive line back then. They're up there in a pantheon of some of the all time great offensive lines and. They, I've seen them just control games now. And, you know, if Lane Johnson is fully healthy and, he, you know, this, this two weeks thing, that, you know, some people hate the two weeks between the games, but I kind of like it because it gives you, you know, Patrick Mahomes' ankle is better. You get you get your stars a chance to, to get, you know, to get healthy and, and actually have an impact in the Super Bowl. And that, to me, outweighs any other, you know, argument about that. So, yeah, yeah, that's a good. There's that. Yeah, absolutely. 
Well, speaking of the Super Bowl, I mean, I, I think I, I had this conversation. It was a really good conversation a few weeks ago with some peeps about how the dynasty that you and I were growing up. Well, you guys were a dynasty too at one point, but the Steelers, obviously, of the '70s, were that team that everybody talked about, and they still say is the greatest uh, Super Bowl dynasty of all time. Which you know, I think when you look at the history of it, you realize. And this is what I think about all the time, Mike, in these games that are so close. I mean, they were literally, in every one of those Super Bowls, a play away from losing all four of those Super Bowls. Or at least it would have been, right? I mean, if you go back and you think about it, especially the two against you, your Cowboys. I mean, think about the Bicentennial Super Bowl. Everybody talks about the Lynn Swan catch at midfield, the juggle. But the best catch that he made was when, I think it was Mark Washington was on him down that sideline, as well covered as any receiver's ever been. And he made that ballerina little scissor catch. Right, I mean, they. You know, were... Rick, I, I haven't spent any time at all thinking about this. So, yeah, I, no. <laughs> I mean, that was yeah. a game. The Lin Swan catch, that 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 catch, yes, agreed, agreed. Right, right. That catch, but that didn't hurt them in the in the game. That was right before halftime. It was. And they got no points out of it. If you remember, Roy Jarella was having Roy Jarella kicking the ball. I can't even remember, I can't even remember if they got a field goal attempt off there. Uh, here's another funny thing. My wife up here, uh, who's a mover and shaker, and. Uh, in the business world up here, until she retired here hey! two weeks ago. Congratulations. Um, right, right. She she actually met Mark Washington. Oh, awesome. And was awesome. working with him. I can't, rem- I can't remember what he was doing up here, uh, but she actually worked with him, and uh, I, I was able to relay a message to Mark Washington. And, and I say this to, to defensive backs, just the worst job in sports now, maybe, right? Oh, yeah. Because those are the yeah. guys just getting him. You got Moss. You know, yeah, okay, well, thanks, yeah, but, uh, right. Uh, yeah, the rules now don't allow these. Uh, yeah, you, yeah. You, let's come back and let Willie Brown play the way he played when you know yes. back Jack Tate of those guys. Absolutely, yeah, bring those guys back. Let's let do that. Play that way. Let's do that, and we'll knock some of these pretty boys around. Anyway, I told her to tell Mark Washington those catches Swan made in the Super Bowl wouldn't have meant anything if his coverage actually hadn't been so good. I know. I know. He was, it was, he was unbelievable. He was right there. Yeah. And that's what happens now, too, uh, uh, with these guys. They just, uh, you know, the, the best catches are when the defensive backs are actually playing, you know, really well. And, they, you know, you think about uh, Odell Beckham's catch. Who was that? That was the car. Uh, car, the guy, was the cornerback for the Cowboys then who – you know, uh, it was all over that Odell had to make a one-handed catch, you know, falling away. Uh, but, hey, that's that's what the game's done now. Now the quarterbacks, they're so much more accurate. You know, they throw into spaces they didn't used to even think about throwing into because uh, the rules don't allow receivers to get blown up across the middle anymore. The whole thing has changed. And, you know, I, I, I'm not going to – I don't like to see guys get hurt, but – you know, I kind of miss the old football. Now they're, they're the athletes are too big and too fast, and that's why. Yes, the Steelers were the most one of the great dynasties of all time. But can you compare them to like to today's athletes and the way the game is played? You can't really uh, compare no, across no, eras can't. anymore. And let, let me throw out one more thing here. I, you know, I didn't become a fan until you know seventy one. The Cowboys run; they won their last nine games and one beat the the Dolphins in the Super Bowl. And back then there was that hierarchy of, you know, okay, you gotta break through. You know, you gotta yeah. the Dolphins pay paid their dues the year before. But right. Shula turned that thing around really quickly down there. There's a great documentary on ESPN right now running uh I've seen uh, about those guys. But the Cowboys in the sixties, before my time really, uh lost two championship games to 
Green Bay by eight points total, mm-hmm. four points each game. You right. know, the, the the Ice Bowl, of course, Bart Starr sneaking over with seconds left, and then, of course, uh, the Fire 90 play or when, when Meredith rolled Don out Meredith, under pressure yeah. from linebacker Dave Robinson and threw the interception. And, uh, uh, yeah, they lost that one by four also. And then in the 70s, they lost two Super Bowls by, you know, four points to the Steelers. So... Although the Steelers, to me, were a much better team, and my theory on that has always been, well, of course they were, because the Steelers were, as we found out, using performance-enhancing drugs, and the Cowboys, as we read so much at the time, were using performance-unenhancing drugs. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is very, very true. This is very, they were always confused when they cleaned up the Cowboys' locker room, all that white powder laying on the floor. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. Yeah. And Michael Irvin in trouble again, so it's a, like, oh, you know, some things never change. Right, well, that's know. another cowboy team. That that dynasty, you know, which Jerry Jones imploded now. And Jerry, just this, you know, you got Jerry's done some incredible things in football. I mean, in terms of what he did, how fast the Cowboys rebuilt that that thing, and then what he did in terms of marketing, just changed the whole dynamic, changed the money, changed everything off the field in terms of that. But man, when he his ego clashed with Jimmy Johnson. You know, you left with this just huge what if, you know, what if, you know, they kept it together for another couple of years, you know, what what would those teams have done? So. How have you come to feel, I want to ask this question, because always when I see the documentaries or I watch some of these things about Jerry Jones and the way he handled the dismissal of Tom Landry. Of course, that drew so much ire from Cowboy fan. Many never forgave him the way he handled it and the inside out of it and hear Landry the way he talked about it. How do you now feel? Not necessarily that he was wrong. Oh, well, back, you know, back he, then I hated it. But here's, here's the thing. And again, you got to remember where I come from. I I was full time invested. Oh, uh, certainly. There yeah. was a poll. There was a poll in the Dallas Morning News at the end of that season when the ownership changed before Jerry Jones became the boss. That it was over eighty percent of Cowboys fans wanted Tom Landry fired. Yeah. Okay. Right. Now we ha- we hate the way it happened. But he really, uh, they were, uh, the stupid thing was, and, and you know, as, as the media cycle just became unbearable, uh, you know, uh, with the way it worked back then, J- uh, Jimmy Johnson came to town with Jerry Jones, and they slipped away to a quiet, uh, out of the way, not the kind of place a, a millionaire goes to eat, Mexican restaurant. It was the kind of place, though, where sports media would eat. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and yes. they they were spotted and they didn't expect that. And so the word got out before I'm not defending Jerry. The word got out before they had a chance to handle it though. And then the the quickest way was just okay, we got to do this. We got to do this now. And uh yeah, it wasn't smart, but that was that was that Arkansas bumpkin in uh and uh, both of them, really, to be honest, to think they could go out publicly and eat, and uh, you know that's why that's why Mike McCarthy had the sleepover with Jerry this time, right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. You got to adjust. That's it's exactly right. You learn from your past mistakes. So yeah, he's learned. But I'm hoping I'm hoping the Cowboys have been reticent to spend money uh, and um, in free agency here in recent years. If you if you've been paying attention. So they have not filled their holes the way they have. And suddenly the NFC East is a beast again, isn't it? I know. It? I know. It's I mean, back. my gosh. I I love that. I mean, every game is just a war. There's no, there's, you know, you're just going to, you're going to have to bring your A game 
to to really succeed in that division now, and it's it's going to get tougher. And I'm you know I don't know I, it'll be interesting. This is an interesting offseason. All right, now I know <clears throat> locals probably hate all this uh, cowboy talk. So let me say this: I read the most gripping column by my pal Barry Saraluga in the in the Washington Post a couple weeks ago. Um, and this is the thing: the papers stack up sometimes. I don't get to them, and I meant to read that. And he made the best argument I've ever heard for Brian Mitchell in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And I agreed with it completely. I bring this up because the Hall of Fame is just against announced. But after reading that, I've got to tell you, this Cowboys fan thinks Brian Mitchell is a no-brainer uh, for the NFL Hall of Fame and needs to go in right now. I mean, we'll see about Joe Jacoby, who is another guy from, from back in that era that, that probably deserves to be in there too. But I'm telling you, Brian Mitchell's numbers are just incredible. There's only, there's only one player in the history of football who's – gained more yardage on a football field than Brian Mitchell, and that's Jerry Rice. And I think we agree that he's actually pretty good. So Yeah, he was. Um, he wasn't bad. Yeah. He wasn't bad. All right. Meanwhile, so happy, so happy Chuck Howley going yes. to the Hall of Fame yes. well, uh, he was, this year. DeMarcus yeah. uh, Ware we share, but Chuck Howley was, was uh, you know, the only uh, player off a losing team for, you know, I think, is that still true? Uh, that was yeah. named MVP, MVP of the game. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm I'm still bitter because Randy Gratishar continues to be omitted, and he's better than any of these guys that are being inducted this year. So, <laughs> don't get me started. Yeah, there were several linebackers this year. So, yeah, you're right. Gratishar deserves to be in. No, too. my God, what an uh, omission! What an omission! What, what, what a great football name, Gratishar. Randy yeah, Gratishar, the Ohio State Buckeye. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah. All right, You're well, right. let's enjoy your weekend, and we'll see if we can get the highs back on track tomorrow down at Charleston Southern in the uh, smallest Division One arena. Trip. Yes, in the Buck Dome. You love yeah. the Buck Dome. <laughs> uh, I, we'll tell Buck Dome stories someday. Yes, yes uh, I want to hear yeah. Buck Dome Hey, good story. luck to the highs. Get it back rolling again. Uh, Gardner-Webb, tough, draw, tough draw. I thought tomorrow was the trap game, though. I thought they would have it up. The, all those guys that are new to the Big South and on Radford team, now they know. Now Absolutely. they know what, how, how it what it comes down to at the end of the year. So, Absolutely. Hey, I hope they've learned their lesson. Anyway, hey, Goober says hey, and uh, everybody have a great Super Bowl weekend. All right. Hey to we'll Goober. talk about what we're eating next week. Yes, we will. Hey to Goober. <laughs> Enjoy yourself, my friend. There you go. That's the uh, Radford Hall of Famer, Mike Ashley. Final break. We're wrapping it up for another week when we come back. I was listening to the broadcast, and I was wondering, what exactly is it? You're in the doghouse with Rick Watson and Big Dog Sports Talk. More BDSD next on WRAD. We're done for another week. Thanks to everybody for tuning in. Great to hear from so many folks. Enjoy the games this week and enjoy the Super Bowl. I've got the Eagles winning 34-24. We'll see how it plays out. Have fun if you have a Super Bowl party. Be safe if the weather gets nasty. We'll talk to you tomorrow from Charleston, South Carolina. 5 o'clock, the pregame, 5.30. The tip-off, Radford and CSU as the Highlanders look to get back on the winning track. Stay safe, everybody. We'll see you next week.
here at New Center 4. I'm Ron Burgundy. You stay classy, New River Valley.